not just a belief of mine. It's a real knowing. Knowing that we can take what we love to do, whether it's baking, sewing, painting, whatever lights you up, then we can take that skill and make a great income doing exactly what we love to do. As author of What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60, Discovering Your Core and Also Your Gift Is Your Niche, it has been my life's work to help others, just like you and me, to discover passions, your purpose, powerful messages that you only you have so they can make the difference they were put here to make. Every week I will have deep, rich conversations with real life people that believe just like me. And here's what they believe. When you do what you love in a career, you will never work another day in your life. And this is the way I like to say it. When passion, purpose, and profit collide, that is when you get paid for being you. I'm Patricia Noldrain. Welcome to the podcast, When Passion Meets Profit. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled to share my guest with you today. But before I do that, you know I always like to either answer a question or a concern from one of our listeners. And this one happens to be Patrice, who's out of Oklahoma. Okay, Patrice, I hope we can help you today. I have, Here's what she says. I have a thriving coaching business, but I'm not even close to my goal to make a million dollars. I see other coaches not doing as, it even as long as I've been doing it, and they're not even as good as I am, and they're hitting seven and eight figures. Can you add, address this possibly, Patricia, in one of your future episodes? Well, Patrice, I can address it. I can even address it today because we have a multimillionaire guest on with us today. And so we'll, we'll definitely ask him during this episode. But here's the statistic I wanted to share with you, Patrice. I looked up how many millionaires there are in the United States, and there are 6.7% mil, 6 of the people are millionaires. That means we're part of the 93.3% of the aspiring people that want to do it. So my biggest question to you, Patrice, is for you to really think about this. Do you have a business model that you can scale so that you get to 83000 somewhat, somewhat a month? That's really the number one thing. But then also, do you just have a desire, but maybe not the vehicle to reach that goal? My suggestion is to study and dissect the million-dollar coaches that you know and really find out what they're doing. See, I know a coach that for years has been doing retreats. Every retreat she does, she makes a million dollars. I know another one that has a big ticket. She charges 100000 to work with her. She only needs 10 clients to do a million in a year. And then how about an online course? Is that what they're doing, Patrice? I don't know. You have to tell me. But the online course world, Amy Porterfield, is certainly a multimillionaire now. So just follow what you love. And then blend this together with whatever they're doing that's making them the millions. I'll also, of course, be asking our guest today. So let's get on with the show. <clears throat> today, I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorite people on the planet. His name is Tom Antion. Now, I met Tom probably 15 years ago because he spoke at one of our live events called Maximizing Success. I was so inspired by him and so in awe of him because he was the real deal. And I have to tell you, I'd see like 20 people go up on stage and only Tom would be the real deal. And then I'd see the next event would be another 15 people and only Tom was the real deal. Because see, they got up on stage and all they wanted to do was really sell their package and run out the door. That's not Tom. What I respected about him was how knowledgeable he was, how creative he was with everything he was doing, how approachable he was, and really how funny he was. He was so funny. You'll see that today. But the title of the conversation today, I was trying to develop which one would it be? Once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. I like that one because he's always been one. Or is it the king of Kaching? Because I literally was at his house when that Kaching continued to go off from his computer. Just Kaching, Kaching. Then he'd go over to the computer and say, Ooh, this is my new favorite friend. <laughs> it was just fun to watch. Welcome, 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 Tom Antion. 
Well, thank you so much, but you forgot to mention my boyish good looks, too. Don't oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's been told he looks just like John Travolta, and he's been told that by me. He really does look like him. Yeah, I'm but do, do you know, I was on this uh, this new social media yesterday, Clubhouse, which I really think it's it's a, a good up-and-coming thing, but <laughs> this the, the one moderator said to this guy, said, uh, all right, uh, your turn, young man. What do you have to say? He says, well, huh, I'm not so young anymore. I'm 31. Oh, <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm calling <laughs> the funeral home right now, telling them I'm going to be right over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how true. Hey, Tom, one of the reasons I don't do a formal introduction of people on this show is because I really like them to talk about themselves and tell their story. And so the very first question I ask everyone and God only knows what you're going to say. What were you like as a little boy? And I mean, you know, a little boy like five, six, seven years old. What were very, you like, Tom? Very fat. I was oh. very fat. And, <laughs> and I was the baby of six boys. And we lived in a town of 500 people in western Pennsylvania. And we lived in the suburbs. Right? So, oh. so <laughs> we to total in the sticks. So I'm the baby of five boys. And I'm way overweight. And I, I weighed 140 pounds in, in first grade. <laughs> right? so, so I was running to first base uh, one time playing with my older brother and his, and his friends. And they, they said, boy, he likes like, looks like a heap of, you know what? And so it stuck. And my nickname for years and years and years was heap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it scarred me for life. So that's why I turned into a speaker and internet guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's called bullying, and it has never gone away, ever, and it never will go away. So did that bullying really affect you, Tom? Well, they didn't really have a name for it back in those days. It was mm -hmm. just that was the way it was. But but I don't think that, if, well, it did the, somewhat because I ended up being a kind of a top athlete. I was fourth in the state of Pennsylvania, which is a hotbed for wrestling, so as, as a heavyweight. And I was an all-state football player, went to college on a full scholarship. So I think that that said, I'll show you guys, you know, mm -hmm. you call me a heap, mm -hmm. you know, I'll see, what, see what happens. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm sure it did. And then also I got quite an imagination being, you know, playing by yourself as a little kid all the time. No, there's no like across the street is your best friend. No, it was like three miles away. So I got quite an imagination, which turned into, I know you know about my uh, entertainment company I had, which is called Prank Masters, where we custom design practical jokes. <laughs> so <laughs> so the things that happen to you, you can turn into uh, something very positive. That's right. That's absolutely right. Well, you know, speaking of that career for Prank Masters, because everything you have done to me, when you'd speak from stage, it was so creative. So take us on your career journey, because I think you have always been an entrepreneur, and I don't know very many people that have always been an entrepreneur. Yeah, I never had a job. I mean, I had one, well, I was telling you about that one that I applied for. You remember that? The, oh. the, 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 <laughs> tell everybody, that is hysterical. Yeah, it said 401k, and I'm thinking... Man, that's a pretty good starting salary, four hundred one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get that, that so job. Good. But I had maybe a summer job at cutting grass or something. But but I've always been an entrepreneur since ten years old, and I was finding scrap copper and taking it into the the copper to get spending money. You know the, the metal place and. And I was selling matchbooks door to door for their little town had three businesses and they all bought, you know, advertising matchbooks off me and anything. Uh, and I actually bought my and sold my first used car when I was 15 years old before oh, I even man. had a learner's permit. So, oh, so I was wow. always entrepreneurial. And it, you know, it was, and it all, it all stemmed kind of, I, I saw my dad, my dad came from Syria on a cattle boat in the early 1900s. In fact, they're doing a Hollywood documentary about us called The American Entrepreneur, where he came and became an entrepreneur and turned me into an entrepreneur. And I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs. So that's going to premiere in the next couple of months, I think, uh, called The American Entrepreneur. Um, and uh, so I always saw this, but but one of the overriding principles I wanted to get across to your audience today is, is my life has been based on excellence, stimulated by my dad. And I remember vividly you know, besides being an entrepreneur, he he was an electrician. So that was his trade, actually. 
And I was watching him wire a panel one time, and I said, Dad, why don't you just cut across at an angle like that to shorten it up and save yourself some wire? And, oh, my God, I remember like it was yesterday. He looked at me with daggers in his eye, and he said, don't you ever in anything you do in your life cut corners to save a few dollars and not be a professional. And I'm like, oh, okay, Dad, I got I got that message. And so that's the way I've lived my life. Everything that's turned over in my life has been from my strive for excellence, which turned into somebody noticing. You know, when you're excellent, people notice what, whatever you're doing and then asking me to teach them. So not only was I doing what I was doing, I was uh, getting paid to teach somebody else to do it. So it's just over and over again throughout my career that it was all based on my strive for excellence, which my dad instilled in me. So mm -hmm. if you're a parent out there, please don't make it easy on your kids. Instill uh, a drive for excellence in them, and it'll do them way better than making their lives easier. I really love that, Tom. And, you know, I, I'm going to come back to your career path, but because you haven't even started on it. <laughs> but I wondered how you and your dad. How many story... hours are we going? Are we going? <laughs> <laughs> We're here for 30 minutes, so I oh, really have to look it. it. <laughs> now, the, how did you and your dad's story get onto this American Entrepreneur documentary? That's really interesting. Well, I was part of my career path was the transition from the entertainment business to the professional speaking arena. And that was kind of a, a woo-woo story. And I, I actually hit my book on, or hit my head on a book in a bookstore called Speak and Grow Rich by Dottie Walters, who was kind of the grandmother of professional mm -hmm. speaking. Mm -hmm. So I took a consultation with her. She kicked off my speaking career, my professional speaking career in 1991. And then I started helping her. She did this seminar all around the country called Speak and Grow Rich, and I would just volunteer to help. And that's another big part of my career. You give before you get. I, I volunteered to help her, and I, every time I'd learn something new, learn something new. And she kind of called me her her right coast. She was from California, her right coast son. And and she, she ended up passing away, and I was asked to uh, speak at her memorial service. Well, this is out in California. So there was a, a lady in the crowd who is a documentary producer. She's done 38 documentaries, Olympic athletes and everything. And I met her for maybe a few seconds. She saw me speak. And then unbeknownst to me, she started following my career. And then she approached me one day. She said, you know, would you mind if if I talked to you about doing a documentary about you and your your story with your dad and, and being an American entrepreneur. And, and I'm mm -hmm. thinking to myself, I thought you had to be dead before they did a documentary. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. <laughs> so I said, okay. And took, I don't know, she put it together a couple over a couple years. And it's uh, right now she's negotiating with different places to, to premiere it. But that's how it happened. It was just me giving before I got by helping that lady that's helped my career and uh, speaking at her, uh, saying yes to uh, speaking at her memorial, and uh, just think, you know, just you gotta say yes to things. Go do them. Mm -hmm. You know, Tom. One of the things that when you just said that about the memorial, I remember you standing on stage telling everybody all these things you had online that were making you money all the time. So. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the one you told us about the memorial, whatever? Let's see. Well, what yeah. When my dad passed in the year 2000, I'm the speaker of the family. So all my brothers said, all right, you do the eulogy. So so somehow it just poured out of me. I, I did a, a eulogy based on the 10 leadership principles I learned from a man who came to America on a dung-filled cattle boat. <laughs> that was oh, my, my theme. And, and uh, so I said all of these things that I, I learned from him, and that was the eulogy. And people were come, you should make a keynote speech out of that. You, and I can hardly uh, even recite it now without tearing up 20 years later. Right? So it wasn't going to be a keynote speech. But it did turn into an ebook called Instant Eulogy, where people that were distraught could get this ebook and help them during their really desperate uh, time to create a eulogy and it ended up selling like $43,000 a year for nine years straight. So, wow. And one of the bonuses was 
the the section on my dad's eulogy, which I encourage people to do that before the their parents die instead of waiting. And so, so that's but I how love that. that. I, yeah. I love that about you because you were so creative in all of the things that you were putting online that could really help people. And and you started naming one after the other after the other, and you had definitely definitely created these multiple streams of income doing all these ebooks. Tell me a few more that you've done. Well, I well, it's not just ebooks, but it's uh, the the basic principle, Patricia, is make your hobbies tax deductible. I've been teaching this for twenty years to people mm-hmm. because most of the people have hobbies or family interests that they pay through the nose for, and they get no tax credit. Nowadays, you can put up a website for a hundred bucks, world class if you know what you're doing. Sell an affiliate product, or make up a product, or an ebook, or interview people. And it could be camping. It could be you could go around and interview all the high school soccer coaches and and make a book for soccer moms on how their kids can be better at soccer. And now all of your your soccer stuff that's used during the blog and everything is tax deductible. So I'm a tennis nut. So. Mm. so but guess what? Roger Federer and Maria Sharapova, they're not at my tennis club. It's a bunch of fat butts like me trying to <laughs> trying to beat the younger kids. So I created a DVD set called Fatso Tennis. You can actually go to the website, fatsotennis.com. And it's how big, overweight, and out-of-shape people can win can win at tennis over the younger little whippersnappers. And the, the, the trailer of it is, you know, I'm always going to do something fun. So the trailer is me playing tennis while I'm eating pizza. <laughs> so, so, so that makes all my tennis stuff tax deductible. And then I have protection dog company on the side. I did a job for a big protection dog company and I took payment as in a German shepherd dog that was worth $50,000. So I thought, wow, these, this is great. I could, you know, I love animals. I rescue animals. I said I could be in an animal business. So, so I got a pr- protection dogs elite spun off of that. Mm. Then you know, I was in the nightclub business where I was in gunfights and knife fights and, you know, bikers trying to kill me. I turned that into a site called Brutal Self-Defense to, you know, because of all these home invasions and people were getting, you know, crazy people out there doing stuff. So that turned into a, a profitable thing. So, so your life experience can, you know, people downplay what they know and what they've experienced too much, you know, because, you know, I, you know, when you had <laughs> bikers try to kill you, you know, you might learn a few things. This, you know, I'm still talking to you, see, so I'm alive. So you can impart these things and don't downplay it because somebody that's uh, would would pay you and and kill to know things that that you know just from your life experience. That's very true. I'm really loving this conversation, aren't you? But I want to talk to those of you who want to go deeper. We all attended school at some time. Maybe you're attending school right now. But inside those schools are teachers that have the responsibility to teach certain courses. But what they don't teach is really the most important thing in life, self-discovery. You know the self-discovery that would help us know what we are supposed to do in a career. And also that self-discovery on how we're supposed to make an income to really take care of our families. Well, I decided a long time ago, it's time for me to share what I know so I can help somebody with a step-by-step process that anybody can follow. I created a digital downloadable course called Your Gift is Your Niche because people were asking me all the time, Patricia, what's my niche? And I'd always say, your gift is your niche. So now I created a course called yourgiftisyourniche.com and I spell niche with an N-I-C-H-E And in this very affordable, life-changing course, I walk you through very simple exercises. They'll not only help you find your unique gifts, but they'll also show you how to monetize your talents and skills. You know, the ones you came into this world with. I'm so glad I created something that I don't don't think, I know it's going to be able to help you in your self-discovery journey because it's a simple six-hour course with action sheets that support everything that I'm saying in the course. And you also get my wonderful book, What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60. That's going to help you also with different exercises in that book. I'm also glad I made it into what I call an SPL course. That's a self-paced learning because we all learn in different ways and at different times. I cannot wait for you to get to know the most important person in your life. That's you. 
So go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E, and if this page speaks to you, then seriously, invest in you. It's time to claim your destiny. Now let's get back to the conversation. Well, Tom, tell everybody what you do today, because I think it's so interesting how your career has just evolved into this. And it goes right back to what you said, give before you get. You are constantly educating. You're constantly giving more than you're getting. And so tell them what you do today. Well, today and for the past uh, 27 years now, since the, you know, I started selling on the commercial internet when it started around 1994. And I got, again, it was the excellence kicked in. I decided I want to be really good at this to sell my other stuff. My, I have a public speaking training. So I got so good at it, people started begging me to teach them. So I sell my own stuff now. And then I have the longest running, most unique, most successful mentor program ever in this field. And in that it's one-on-one -on -one training. And this is for your, your opening guest that you talked about that was uh, trying to hit the million-dollar mark. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you have to give people a chance to give you a lot of money, but you still have to be able to scale it. So in my case, I, I have this big retreat center. We have retreats. We have a uh, year's worth of training where my success is tied to their success, where a lot of people just want to charge money up front. And then, you know, if, you, if you're successful or not, it really doesn't matter to them. It mm -hmm. matters to me. Because I don't get my big money unless you make way bigger money. <laughs> so, so people love that. And 1,700 plus students later, over 22 years, uh, it's still going strong. So, so, so you have to give people a chance to give you a lot of money. And also, with you should start a whole line of digital products because they're 97% profit. I, I don't know the name of the lady that you mentioned, but, but you can mess up quite a bit and still make money. And the digital products lead to more coaching clients at higher fees because you're considered the expert. So there's no hocus pocus to it, ma'am. What was her name? Did she even mention her name? Yes. Her name is Patrice out of Oklahoma. Oh, and so what, what would you tell Patrice if you could give her advice? Let's just pretend like she's sitting here and you're going to say, okay, you're a coach, Patrice. You know that other coaches are making millions and you're not, and you've been doing it for a long time and you're better than most. And so what would you say to her? I would tell her the same thing that Dottie Walters, that the lady that helped me speak, told me in 1991, become a product machine because uh, you can bring in enormous amounts of money from people that could never hire you as a coach. So if you're letting that all go, when it can be automated, you know, so get your knowledge. And, and a lot of coaches think short-sighted and say, well, if I put it all in a book, they won't need me. That is so opposite of the truth. Mm -hmm. They'll want you more because you've proven your depth of knowledge. So, and there's, there's thousands of people on this earth that could not afford my big programs that have referred me because I treated them well. I treated them nice or they read something or they got a lower price product that say, wow, this has really helped me. So, so uh, become a product machine and that's going to jack up your uh, number of people coming for coaching. And then you raise your fees because you're better known. So just those alone. And then if you have something very unique, if you can give somebody an experience that they can't get anywhere else, like the retreat center, which Patricia mentioned earlier, she, mm -hmm. there's nowhere else that you can live in a house with uh, a guy like me, which maybe you wouldn't want to have <laughs> to get to know me, but, but, you know, it's a unique setting. And then we have a TV studio here. So you don't have to have all that, that, that wild stuff. But you do have to give them an experience that they can't get anywhere else. So if you combine the product, become a product machine, get all that cash flow at high profit from people that you know, can or can't afford you, and then a percentage of them will convert to coaching, and then you'll be so full of clients, you have to raise your fees to be able to handle it. And then you can always start a certification program with coaches under you, and you know you could take it as far as you want to take it. You know, that was just beautiful. And Patrice, I hope that you realize you just got coached by one of the greatest people I know <laughs> in a very succinct way also, Tom. And and yes, I did have the privilege of going to your house and, and watching you work. And you do, it's very... It seems to me you're really a party animal too, because you, didn't you go dancing with somebody one that night? Oh yeah, I'm a real party animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a real party animal. So, but one of the things I loved about Tom is he... Be, 
what I said at the beginning about him being so approachable, he truly is. I mean, this who he is on this call is who he is. I If I text him or email him, he is back to me within seconds. I don't even know how he does it with all <laughs> the people that follow him. I don't, Tom. Well, I'll you, tell you. Know. I'll tell you how, and it'll do something for your folks there. I have a, um, a free ebook that I'll give them called How to Automate Your Business. And so it, it's just one of the tips in this book has saved me seven and a half million keystrokes. And it allows me to basically ethically steal customers from people because they take too long to get back to people that are wanting information. That's right. So they can go to screwthecommute.com slash automate free, screwthecommute.com slash automate free and download it there. And you put some of that stuff into play. Wow. You'll, it'll reduce your workload and let you handle people way faster. And which means more money in your pocket. Yeah. You know, Tom, when we mentioned that you're a multimillionaire, if you could name why you, how did you get to become a multimillionaire when 93.3% of people never get there? Why do you think you got there? Well, because I got a, I, I got a, besides the excellent stuff that my dad taught me, he was always a continuous learner. And the more you know, the cheaper you can do things. And so, for instance, if you go out and you're, typic, you're, you're the typical business person, has a business idea, and go to a professional web design firm, they're going to say $5,000, $3,000, $8,000. I mean, I, I helped a company once. They paid $49,000 for a site that I could have duplicated for $150. You know, so, mm-hmm. so knowledge is key. Now, my dad, who went to second grade, And when he retired, I sat down and watched him read the entire World Book Encyclopedia. (laughs) Okay, so he was a knowledge freak. Even after he lost his sight, he would get the the tapes from the Library of Congress for free for blind people. And that's all he would do is learn, learn, learn. So I have made a career out of keeping costs low and and profits high. See, especially since the digital products came around in Oh, it's been 21 years now I've been selling ebooks. That's 97% profit. So if you keep your costs really low and your profit margins really high, in other words, don't go into a computer sales or a restaurant. Okay. I've been I've been in the, the restaurant business. The the margins are too slim, too much liability and just a lot of bad stuff that goes on. But with the digital age, you can really quickly gather lots of money if you keep your costs low and your uh, profit margins high. And and if you want to start like tomorrow, oh, Patricia, <laughs> when people when people come to me, they sometimes, I need to make money quick. You know where mm-hmm. I send them? No. eBay. eBay. You don't oh. have to even have a, you can have money coming in by tomorrow if you have a PayPal account without even, you know, uh, and clean your basement out at the same time. And, and I love eBay and and I, I buy stuff off the, you know, I'm frugal because of when my dad brought me up. So I buy stuff off these apps, you know, like Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp. And I bought this tool off of this guy. <laughs> I go over to his house and he's got a gorgeous house. He's got a half a million dollar motor home and I'm going to buy this tool. So he takes me down to the basement to into his shop and and Patricia everything to this point is normal. <laughs> I'm in his basement. I look over and there are hundreds, hundreds of ladies' bras hanging oh. from the ceiling of his basement, and I'm thinking, oh my god, he kills people and hangs their underwear up on the ceiling. So I'm thinking this and then everything's everything else is normal. So I buy the tool and we're talking about our dad taught us how to use tools. And on the way out, I said, Hey, I got to ask you, what's all these bras hanging up here? He said, Oh, my daughter goes to thrift stores. She knows all the people at the thrift stores. She knows all the sizes. She gets them at the thrift store, cleans them up and sells them on eBay. Oh, for heaven's sake. 200 thousand dollars a year she makes <laughs> selling used bras on ebay i said i said darn you know i'd like to do that but if i started hanging around the bra section of thrift stores i think somebody would somebody would think twice about it isn't that amazing though i love that you said that because it really does place everything into just okay people don't be complaining that you can't make money tom just told you how you could make money today 
Yeah. I got another real quick one if we have okay. time. I, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine, Lynn Drawley is her name. I've known her for years. She was a single mom. She would take 80 to 100 bucks every Saturday to yard sales. And if you uh, go on eBay, right next to the search box, there's another little link that says advanced search. If you click on that, you can see all the auctions on a certain product in the last 90 days. So she goes, let's say she goes to a yard sale and she sees a Tonka truck, you know, those nice metal mm -hmm. trucks, and it's five bucks. She'll go on her phone and see, oh, it's selling for 50 on eBay. <laughs> so she'll buy it, take it home and resell it on eBay. If it's, if it's, they're wanting $50 for it and it's selling for five on eBay, she won't buy it. She was, as a single mom, was taking home or, or clearing 1000 to $1,100 a week. Oh, wow. Just on doing that once a week, going to a yard sales and the rest of the week, you know, putting the auctions up. So See, here, here's what I've always loved about you, Tom, is the fact that you give these tangible tools one after the other after the other. Yeah. So there is no excuse for people not to really be making the money they desire. Even you, Patrice, I hope you're listening to this because we kind of did this whole show for you. If you see other coaches doing something, you can too. And listen to what Tom is saying. If you see people selling on eBay, making 200000 a year, for heaven's sake, so can you. That's and, I, I love those. Yeah. The, uh, and if I'd have known the show was for Patrice, I would have dressed up more. But but, uh, <laughs> but the guy that taught me was an ex-Marine. He was selling used cell phones and doll heads. Oh, wow. $20,000 a month. When he taught me, he brought all over his sales for the previous months, and I saw it with my own eyes. He would take 10 cents worth of, uh, he'd have a, a mold, 10 cents worth of rubber for each doll head, and sold them for $10 a piece, and people bought them four or five at a time. Oh. And the cell phone idea, he went to pawn shops, and he asked them, what's this kind of stuff that you get all the time and you have trouble getting rid of? They said, ah, cell phones, we can't keep the chargers and, and we don't know what service they're on. He said, I'll give you $10 a piece for every cell phone. And he had a big crate of cell phones. Once a month, he would go to all the pawn shops. And I said, well, how much do you get for him? He says, oh, I just put the chargers with the right one and what service it's on, I get $110 for each one. You know, so he cleared $100 for stuff that the pawn shops couldn't wait to get rid of. Wow. So, so there's just this over and over again. You can go to cafe press and just upload some graphics onto over a million different products you can make a store there they'll collect the money and you just drive people and to buy t-shirts and mugs and and hoodies and polo shirts and everything and you have no inventory no investment other than uploading some funny graphics or some you know graphics up there and make your own store for free. So this just goes on and on at the potential out there. And so now you all understand why Tom is a multimillionaire. Now you get it. <laughs> it's a different way of thinking, isn't it, Tom? You just yeah. have to think differently. I every time I talk to somebody, my wheels are turning. Oh my God, I can't believe this one lady is this a student of mine now. She had been doing yoga for 50 years. She's in her 70s, and you would swear that a high school girl would be jealous of her body, okay? Mm. Seriously. And she's saying, well, yeah, I've only been doing the same routine. I'm thinking, you're crazy. People would kill to look mm. like you. Okay. Get your yoga book out there. Get your yoga videos out there, and you will be the poster child for, you know, the the senior years, you know? So, so yeah, so there's stuff that you can turn into money and, and you enjoy doing it. And I just get so fired up because when I see somebody has this in them and, and my job is to help get it out of them mm -hmm. and so that they can, they can uh, turn it into money. Well, before I share the golden nuggets that you shared with us today, Tom, how can Patrice get in touch with you? <laughs> Oh, wish you can just uh, go to email Tom at screwthecommute.com. That's my, you know, podcast. Patricia's been on there multiple times because she's a hotshot. And <laughs> so I always want to have her on. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I get, get back to you as fast as humanly possible. Tom at screwthecommute.com. And, you know, it's such a good name. I didn't know when you first came out with that, Tom, if that was like a really good name. But <laughs> it really is. And it's everything that you're about. It's please don't get in a car and get dressed up and go into an office building and make money for somebody else. 
please listen to me, come to my academy, I'll teach you how to make money online. And is that how they would get in touch with you for the, you know, all the different retreats and things you do also? Yeah, everything. Once they touch base with me, I'll uh, see what their interests are and the, point them in different directions. Maybe they like tennis. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Now here's, here's the kicker to what we did today. My goal always on these podcasts is to get at least three golden nuggets from the speaker. From you today, I have 20 golden nuggets. Right. Oh, you know, I'm kind oh, of an overachiever. Right. You are an overachiever. So here we go. Number one, sometimes your adversity serves you well, just like you did when you were a I little said boy. that? Boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, develop the I'll show you attitude. And that's a really good one because people try to put you down all the time. I'll show you. And that's what you did. Number three, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. And you're the epitome of that. Number four, don't cut corners, strive for excellence. Number five, watch for signs because they're everywhere. And by that one, I mean the book that Tom bumped his head on, which led him to Dottie Walters, which led him to this big, wide open everything, is just the best story ever. You really need to do an ebook on that, Tom. Number six, give before you get. Number seven, say yes to every opportunity. Number eight, boy, I, I was writing so fast, I can't remember <laughs> writing. Make your hobbits if you have if you own a few hobbits yeah yeah definitely you could make money for sure <laughs> make your hobbies tax deductible <laughs> number nine create sites that could create multiple streams of income number 10 what you know matters number 11 don't thou downplay what you know because people will pay you for your knowledge number 12. Give people a choice to give you money. I love that one. <laughs> or no, you no, no, I didn't see once again. It's, it's because I was scribbling as fast as I could. Give people a chance to give you money is what you said. But, Number but don't, don't sell your bras too cheap. You know, somebody <laughs> else will make money on it. <laughs> Number 13, uh, this one I do love, and it goes back to Dottie Walters, and now it comes back to you, Tom, educating all of us that are listening right now. Number 13, become a product machine. And I, I really can't agree with that more. It's it's time with this internet. Number 14. Okay. <laughs> I know. I can't oh. believe I said all this stuff. Yes, you did. <laughs> if you want to move ahead, then all you have to do is share your depth of knowledge with people. Because once you've proven that depth of knowledge, people will pay you for more. And that I've watched mm -hmm. with my own life. Number 15, give an experience to people because, let's see, God, this is, I, I've never done it like this before. A unique before. experience, a unique experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You did say all this, but boy, I, I mean, can you see how fast I had to be writing? Number 16, I'm almost done, people. Automate your business. And that is a really important one. And then he has an ebook to go along with that. Give that ebook place again, Tom. Screwthecommute.com slash automate free. Automate free. Thank you. 17. The more you know, the cheaper you can create. Number 18. Always be learning, just like Tom's dad. Number 19. Keep your costs low and your profits high. And number 20. Da 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 da. If you want money right now, if you need money right this moment, for heaven's sake, resell on eBay. You have things sitting right in front of you. And that was your tangible tool that you gave everybody today that they can do it. Right after we get off this call, they could go do that, couldn't mm -hmm. they? Yep. Yeah. Tom, how do I thank you for such a wonderful session? It was just such a wonderful episode with you. It doesn't surprise me that you just gave me 20 of these gems to share with people. Well, I mean, gold bullion is always accepted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> it's my own fault. Well, Tom Antion, thank you again for being with us today and, and just sharing your wonderful, personable self. Uh, can't thank you enough. And until we meet again, everybody, it's Patricia Noel Drain. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. Hey, if you got something out of this, maybe you'd consider sharing it with someone else that you care about. 
I want to leave you with a secret to success in life and business. Aha, here it is. If you can't share a solution to a problem someone is having, that is true success. Now, maybe these examples might help you. I discovered two major problems that I help solve. I really didn't realize how major they were until I realized no one is teaching this stuff. The first one, of course, goes right back to this podcast. What's my calling? What's my purpose? And that's why I created the digital downloadable course, yourgiftisyourniche.com. I already mentioned it er earlier in the episode. But finally, I came up with another problem that I can solve, and it's how to live a happy, long-lived, lasting marriage. Now, I created a book called The Chosen Few, and I share 100 tips that myself and others, other long-lived couples, I might say, put together so that you can have a conversation, especially if you're a committed couple. Now, what is the problem you solve? Think about it. Because you might really have something to share with somebody that will change their life forever. We also have a Facebook group. It's free. I'd like you to come on to it because it goes beyond the podcast. It's called When Passion Meets Profit. Until we meet again, it's Patricia Noel Drain.